What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Week 12 Fantasy Football CBS Sports Radio Show. Well, we're gonna we're about to kick off on that here in about 25 minutes. We're a little early tonight. I wanted to go early, talk with you guys uh, before we go on CBS Sports Radio. Talk about Week 12 by lows, Week 12 injuries. What's going on, Stephen? Glad you could join me tonight. We'll talk uh, who you should start, who you should sit. If you guys have your trade deadline coming up, maybe you can make some trades and some tweaks to get your team ready to go for the playoffs. And if you miss the playoffs, I can tell you where to go right now heading into week 12 so that you're not, you know, twiddly, twiddling your thumbs on Sunday. You can go to mkf.win slash smitty and enter promo code smitty. And guess what? You can, you can get up to $50 match bonus on your first deposit. So make sure you do that if you haven't already. Um, Monkey Knight Fight is uh, prop style DFS and it's awesome. It's fun. So check that out if you haven't. You just go to mkf.win. That's mkf.win slash smitty and enter promo code smitty at checkout. Okay, let's get to the intro and then uh, let's get going. Top 5 running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. What up, what up? Glad everybody could join this week 12 Wednesday. Disregard your question, Doobie. Traded for Rodgers until Mahomes is off his bye. Okay, I'll disregard it. Doobie sent me a question earlier, wanted me to ask it on the show, but we can talk about Rodgers. Um, but, uh, which Rogers? Cause Rogers, um, yeah, Roger, Rogers this week. Let's see. Let me pull up Rogers. Rogers is playing the Niners. That's a tough matchup though. That's a tough matchup, but I do like him. I get him in your lineup, doobie. Smash that thumbs up. What's up, Ben? What's up? My ball, Zach Ertz, Dylan, JC, John, Larry, uh, Augie, Bernard, PL, Pope, Silva, and of course, Stephen, who I already mentioned. All right. If you guys want to get on CBS Sports, drop a super chat in here and I'll throw you on the show. Um, unless we have a ton of them off to prioritize, but definitely drop a super chat. It interrupts everything I'm doing and then I, I focus on your question. Smash the thumbs up on your way in, please. I appreciate it. It helps the show. DK or Galladay this week? Damn, looking at these matchups, you got Galladay at Washington. You have DK. Um, blanking out who Seattle's playing. Who's Seattle playing? At Philly. Oh... I think I'm going to go. What do you guys think on that? Galladay or DK? Brissett, Smitty, just let me know when you want to apologize. I, that's the funny thing, Brissett. Brissett's dad, you say that. I like Brissett. Every every week I like him. I tell you that. <laughs> I tell you that, Brissett. I tell a lot of people to start Brissett. But I don't rank him in my top 10 Dynasty QBs. And that pisses off Brissett's dad. I mean, rightfully so. You're his dad. Gallup or Singletary at Flex. I'm going with... 
Gallop's your safe play. Singletary is your risky, high upside, probably higher reward. Although Gallup in his own right has that that appeal to get, you know, 100 in the touchdown. So how low, you know, he's high upside too. DK, DK says Big Jim. Galladay says Poke. Diesel says Galladay. Larry says Galladay. Ocean says Galladay. Zach says Galladay. Ryan says DK. Kind of a split, but more leaning Galladay for sure. I I find it hard to sit Galladay, even with the QB issues going on in Detroit. I think he's just a wide receiver one. You know, do you sit Hopkins if, if Watson were to go down? In this scenario, no. I'm not saying Galladay is exactly uh, Hopkins, but they're wide receiver ones. And I sit a wide high-end wide receiver two in this situation, maybe, but I don't think I sit Galladay. I think I'm with everybody. Montgomery or Geis, full PPR. I'm going Monty. Geis needs to prove it a little bit longer to me before I start putting him in over a guy like Montgomery who hasn't produced. I get it, but he's getting the touches they're bad touches. I hate Chicago and the way they play right now. Um, but at least he's getting touches and he looks like he's going to be the guy. Foles, Darnold, Trubisky, pick two for uh, for a QB. I go Foles and I go Darnold. I don't trust Trubisky at all. Mahomes is on a buy. I apologize and feel sorry for you just like the Throne League is without Mahomes this week. Oh my God! We can't get a win if we if we couldn't we couldn't buy a win right now, and we have one of the best teams. It sucks. Our team is so good. We have Mahomes, we have Zeke Elliott, we have Alvin Kamara, we have Zach Ertz, we have Robert Woods who didn't play, and I wasn't near a computer to even switch it out because I did take I did take a break. Um, I I do take a break once in a while, and it happened to be the moment Woods was ruled out. That's when I was away from my computer for the first time all day and I couldn't swap them out, which sucked. But we have such a good team. Ertz, Woods, um, Zeke, Kamara, Mahomes. How the hell are we not winning? That is such a good team. I'll take that team into battle any year, any time, any week. We just had some bad luck. We also had people scoring like crazy against us, which happens too. Um, there's teams that have like four and five wins where we don't, and they have the same amount of scoring points as we do points four on the year. So Monty or Lindsay, Lindsay's safer, Monty's more risk, but I'd probably go Monty, but that's a me. And ask me that on Saturday and Sunday morning, because I could, I could waver on that one. Woods got, um, Woods got me as well in two leagues, says Larry. Yeah, sometimes you can't sit hovering over your lineup and expect a guy that looks like he's going to play to be scratched from the game for personal reasons or whatever. You you can't hover over your lineup at all times. Uh, Chavez, we got it, man. Make sure you don't post too many times in a row. That's like without much of a break in between. If you want to post your question... And have like 10 questions, 12 questions go by and I don't see it, that's fine. Just make sure you're not every third poster you're going to get hit by the mods. The mods are going to put you in timeout. And- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And then Chavez, you're going to be so sad because I won't see any of your messages for a while. So just be careful there. Traded. Smitty, I traded Carson for Jacobs. Was it good or bad? Um, that's like close call type stuff, man. They're both the same on the same level in the same tier. Steven, Smitty, I'm in a 12-team PPR. I want to trade for Lindsay. Let me put these questions on screen. What am I doing? Sorry, Andrew, super chat. Thank you, Andrew. Tevin Coleman or Jalen Samuel, PPR. Damn, that's tough. Tevin Coleman. At home versus Green Bay. Jalen Samuels at the Bengals. Um, if what's the status? Let's look up the status on uh um Connor. Let's make sure there's no updates on Connor. Bernard, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Bernard. Oh, you don't even have a question in there. Post a question, Bernard. I'll hit you. I'll hit you back for doing the super chat. Thank you, sir. You the man. And I wasn't yelling at you for the double post. A lot of people do it. I was just warning you so that you didn't get hit by a mod. Because I don't control that. My soldiers do. And they're they're on ready, man. They're on point. Connor was sidelined for Wednesday's practice as Juju Smith-Schuster concussion and knee. Even with Deontay Johnson concussion somehow getting back on the field. Less than a week after suffering a frightening headshot. The Steelers project to start most. Let's see. Jalen Samuels will stick as a usage-based running back two in PPR leagues for the matchup against. Yeah, I don't know. I think we got to wait. If Connor's out, Samuels is probably, Jalen Samuels is probably a better play. If uh, Connor's playing, then of course I, I I definitely rolled Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's safer any way you look at it. So if you had to set your lineup right now and go on vacation and you couldn't check it, put in Coleman. But definitely could could depend on on news that breaks. You know what I mean? Thank you, Bernard. And if you have a question, now you get a free shot, bro, at grabbing my attention instantly. And I will look for it, Bernard. So you gather up your your question. Coleman does need Kittle to block. Coleman does. Hide, guys. B Hill. PPR pick one. I go hide. Doubtful on Connor. I agree, Ryan, at this point. We don't really know, but... I, I would venture venture to say he won't play. Let me make sure I've uh, Skyped the bat phone open. I need to make sure the bat line is ready to go. Uh, just arriving. Feet wipe. Thank you, Bender. Smitty, should I drop AJ Green for Lat Murray? I don't know. Um... I would keep Lat Murray myself. I'm just not like confident in Green right now, so I'd rather keep the guy that is an injury away from being really useful. But if Lat Murray got in there, he'd be a top five to ten running back. We've seen that. 
that's a powerful lottery ticket. I'd rather have the lottery ticket than the guaranteed guy I probably won't use. You know, guaranteed. He's not even guaranteed anyways. Um, Smitty, oh, I mean, Stephen, I'm sorry, your question. I trade, I want to trade for Lindsey or Josh Jacobs, my wide receivers, Marvin Jones, Kirk, Sutton, Ridley, D-Hop. Running backs are Cook, Aaron Jones, Monty, Pollard, Lat Murray. You want to trade for Lindsey or, well, that's a big difference. Jacobs is like up here, Lindsey's like decent, but down here. So you could trade for, you could trade Kirk for uh, Lindsey, but I don't even know that I want to do that in your situation. You have Cook and Aaron Jones. I like that. Monty, I don't know that Lindsey, Lindsey would just cloudy up your situation, man, and get rid of one of your wide receivers. I like Monty as much as I like Lindsey. But would I go after Jacobs? Yeah, I use Monty and Kirk. Try Monty and Kirk, Stephen. That would be decent. Thoughts on David Johnson? Who's David Johnson, King? Is that a guy that used to play in the NFL? Because as of right now, there's nobody named David Johnson that's relevant at all. Smitty, you're the best. Thank you, Sam. Kyler, Murray, and Tom Brady are my QBs. And already in the playoffs, Jameis Winston is available on waivers. Should I pick him up or ride the, with Murray and Brady in the playoffs? I think I think Brady and Winston are very close. They could rotate doing well. Brady can be very me- mediocre, but Winston cannot just be mediocre and great. He can be dar- darn right awful and great, but... Murray's your guy. Murray's the guy you lean on, I think, right now. Brady, I keep. I feel like Brady has a little bit more upside than Winston to, I don't know, be consistent. But I don't even know if that's true. But I, Honestly, i got to look at the stats on that. I'm kind of talking out of my ass right there because Brady, let's look at Brady's stats. I wasn't trying to talk out of my ass on purpose, but as I started to speak, I realized that I was spewing something that I honestly didn't 100% know how Brady has been trending the last two or three weeks because I've never played him in a, in a league recently. So two touchdowns. So he has zero touchdowns in week six, one touchdown in in week seven, two in week eight, one in week nine. Had a bye week and then zero TDs. Zero TDs last week? That's awful. He started off so good. Brady had three TDs in week one. Two in week two. Two in week three. Then he had zero. Then he had three in week five. And then he's taken a dump since week six. Right on your lap. But I'd say he still feels like the guy that would be more consistent. I don't know. Let's look at Winston. No, us so-called experts who miss often, let me admit, for the industry, we do. We miss stuff. It happens every week. Um, We don't memorize everything. I don't have Winston's stats memorized. Some people are shocked at that. You don't even know how Winston did last week? No, I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you if he was at 300 or 200 yards. I see it. 313. 358. 335, 301, 400. That's some pretty damn good weeks, but his INTs are ridiculously bad. So my question for you, 
Uh, who am I even talking to right now? Sam. Sam, he just said I'm the best. Sam, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to forget already. <laughs> so much crap goes in one ear and out the other, like, right away. Even when I get off my show, I have trouble listening. And I need to work on that, or I'm going to get in trouble uh, at home. It, I get so flooded with content information, stats, news, things I'm doing. I don't even remember I'm talking to Sam right now. Sam, I apologize. I need to work on me. That's my bad. That's not your fault, Sam. It's my fault. Anyway, Sam said I'm the best. And Sam says he's got to pick between Brady and Winston. And my first reaction was Brady because Brady is probably more consistent. But then I looked at it and I'm like, he is consistent. He's consistently bad <laughs> the last four or five weeks in a row. Awful. Pretty bad. No, Ben, I'm not talking to you. No, Ben. I can talk to you in a minute. Uh, Bernard, I got your question right here, Bernard. So I see you. I caught you. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, now while Winston's in the 300 yard mark, one, two, three, four, five weeks in a row with one of those being 400 yards and only having a 200 yard game in between two more 300 yard games. And literally only two games with under two TDs out of the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row. Oh, not eight games in a row. Eight games with only two games with one TD. He said no games with zero like Brady has. He's also had, listen to this, his last one, two, three, four, five games. Week six, five interceptions. Week eight, the very next week, they had a bye. Two interceptions. Then he had zero. Then he had two. Then he had four. So my question, Sam, thank you, Sam, is if you get penalized big time for INTs, he could really do, you know, undo the progress he's making for you each week by throwing the ball away. Four times times three is 12. Negative 12 points is quite a lot. So if it's minus one per INT, then not that big of a deal. Minus two for INTs, that's eight points. That sucks, but it's still manageable. So it depends. Some people have minus three for INTs. It's crazy. Some people have minus two. Some people have minus one. Some people have none. Some people don't care. Some people are like, only positive scoring, which is kind of fun, but kind of, you know, crazy. But I'd say that look at your scoring. Winston feels safer. Drop Brady, pick up Winston. It feels better. It feels like a better move. Plus Atlanta, Jacksonville, Indy, Detroit, Houston. Not that bad. Although Brady, I believe, has a really good match uh, schedule too. But I just feel like you you throw 300, you throw 400, 301, 335, 358, 313 with only two games under two TDs in eight. The INTs maybe go away, hopefully. And then you're left with a guy scoring really big. All right. Uh, we're getting close to the show. Four T minus T blah blah blah. Can't talk. T minus four minutes until CBS Sports calls us up, and we're on CBS Sports Radio. Smitter, would you entertain no running back or wide receiver in two thousand? Absolutely. Dalton, what do I look like an asshole? Of course, I entertain the zero wide receiver and zero running back approach. And when you draft in freaking 14 leagues like me, which I am not going to do next year. I'm cutting that puppy down to like eight. 
it's uh, it's chaotic running 14 lineups, 14 waivers. I there's nothing I hate worse than not managing my team to the full extent that I'm capable of being able to manage it, and I continue to botch, you know, like a waiver wire ad. I continue to screw something like that up and and with one or two leagues because I just can't get to it. It's not that I don't want to pick up guys. It's not that I don't want to stay on top of it. 14 leagues is not manageable with the crazy schedule I already have. Um, but when you play in even eight leagues, you can do a zero wide receiver, zero running back. I encourage people to play in three. I think three leagues is a sweet spot. Three leagues, you can draft a team that you love with one. You can draft a team that's smart with another. You can draft, do some kind of crazy strategy that you hear like from a show like mine and say, hey, what if I go zero wide receivers or zero running backs? Pretty awesome. Michael, John Wolf in the house. Smitty, been hitting the gym. I have been. I've been doing my, you see my pull-up, uh, my uh, muscle-up challenge. That I'm doing. I, I started off with four or five pull-ups. And now I'm up to 13 or 14. I could maybe do 15 pull-ups. And then now I'm at the point where... Um, I don't know if you've heard of Bar Stars, Michael. If you've seen that. you probably seen my video on that. But I'm working with the guy from Bar Stars. The owner of Bar Stars. And he's going to get me to a full muscle-up. Uh, I'm already past my deadline. But he told me it'd take about two months. And he's right. He's right. Especially with my schedule. So I just need I need to start practicing at a at a park, the swing part where you get up. But I'm gonna do it. What was the question? Questions. Questions that I was on I was on. Uh, I had somebody call me a, a a fat, like something like a derogatory word last live, saying I'm fat. I've been lifted. It's like <laughs> douche. Um, Smither, would you, oh yeah, so I answered this question. Yes, I go wide receiver, wide receiver, zero running back, love it. Michael John Wolf, uh, in the house, he's, you've been lifting too, man. I've seen it. Thoughts on David Johnson. I don't know who David Johnson is. Is that a, that's a former player. I already mentioned that. A former player, I think. Bernard, any of these wide receivers worth a stash? For playoffs, Shepard, Sanu, Anderson would have to drop Watkins or Pascal. I think you could drop Pascal right now, and I know he's one of my guys I liked. I still like him. He could still do well and pop off, but I feel like Pascal's. I think I'd take Anderson. Okay, two questions. I think CBS is about to call. Smitty, trade away John Brown. I wouldn't, Brissett's dad. No. No, I like John Brown a lot. Smitty, do you like T.Y. Hilton as a buy low? Yep, and if you look on my Instagram, uh, I have a, a buy low. Actually, look on YouTube. I have the buy low video. Dylan, have you not watched the, the show, Dylan? He's the first person I say go buy low on, Dylan. Fred never came back when I talked to Fred like that. So, Dylan, I apologize. Dylan's my man. But Dylan, though, Dylan likes tough love. Dylan ain't mad when I talk to him like that. Dylan Dylan can take it. Do I look like an a-hole douche, PL says, for, for a super chat. Thank you, super chatting machine that you are, PL. I can't read that question on CBS, though. Hey, Russ, we got a question from PL. 
He wants to know, does he look like a a-hole douche? I don't know what Russ would say <laughs> live on CBS Sports Radio if I read that. He'd be like, where is Russ? Where are they? Smitty Brissett or Darnold to stream this week? Brissett. Brissett's dad. Take care of this one. Foster Child is asking if we should start Darnold. Darnold could do well. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap on Darnold and have Darnold have this amazing game on everyone's bench because they watch my show. But I feel like Brissett Brissett's dad should handle this one. Um Brissett's dad, can you post a response to Foster Child? And let him know about Brissett versus Darnold. And then I'll let Brissett's dad answer that. And I'll drag that on screen. Brissett's dad says, do you know any radio shows about fantasy football? I might know of one. And it's coming on right now. Pimp Kane and all. Fred, LOL, you're right. He never came back. He didn't. I yelled at Fred and he left. Um, who did I just yell at? See, I forget everything. I forget everything immediately. I might have Alzheimer's. I'm I'm serious. I feel like I might. I feel like I forget everything. Immediately. I never say things twice, twice. I don't know what's going on. Smitty, Brissett. Oh, here we go. Oops. Ronald Jones or Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack's backup, Williams. We don't even know who the backup is, but I'd say Ronald Jones for right now. Until we know. Brady or Darnold. Oh, God. Uh, Brady. But I'm just not a fan of Darnold. Darnold does not excite me. Uh, Brissett's dad. Let's see if he responded. Foster child, here we go. Foster child, dear foster child, from Brissett's dad, not me. Buddy, take a lap only if Smitty approves. Okay. Take a lap, take a lap. Oh, this might be. This is Smitty. Hey, Smitty, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll be right with you. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Looks like we're doing the, uh, let me close Skype up. Looks like we're doing the the cell phone style this week. Let me mute that. I wonder if that guy knows he's live on CBS or on live on uh, YouTube.com/slash The Fantasy Football Show every single time he calls me. What would be great is if he talked smack about somebody right on my live. Sit one, John Brown, Singletary, Scarborough. 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 Uh, sit Scarborough. Scarborough, man. I was yelling at Dylan. Thank you, Doobie. You're the only one listening. Maybe someone else respond. You were yelling at you were yelling at Dylan. Dylan, did Dylan forgive me? 
you you know you could just tell me hey smitty you forgot you're gonna give me um you're gonna give me fifty dollars smitty and i'd be like oh that was oh if I, i i make a vow to you guys if i get alzheimer's i'm coming live every night i won't first of all i won't know that I went live the night before, so I won't be tired of, of it or burned out. But I will go. I will continue to go live for you guys. All I ask is that you be gentle on me as you send me into the cold night. But I would not be surprised. Smitty flex Monty Gallup or Geis. I'm flexing. I'm flexing Gallup if you need something safe. And I'm going Monty if you like a little bit of risk with your reward. Hollywood Brown or Sterling Shepard. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna put this one on for the show. Can you please ask? Like Bell Road. That's just west of I-17 on Bell Road. It's on the north side of Bell Road in the Bell Canyon Pavilion. I am inside the restaurant just before the entrance to the game room. Tonight, I am wearing my classic white Stephen Jackson jersey, number 39 Rams jersey. Tomorrow night, not sure what I'll be wearing, but I'll be wearing a Rams jersey, and I will be in the exact same spot. So come on out and join us. Show your support for the radio program without Santeezy Brothers Pizzeria and Sports Grill. This show would have sunsetted about mm, 20 years ago. So I really appreciate it when you come out. Show your support. I love being able to put faces Can you guys hear him okay? People that have called this program in prior years, text this program tonight. And throughout this year, 888-368-1580 is our text line. You've got fantasy football questions. Text them in, 888-368-1580. My next guest and I will do our absolute best to answer them for you. And speaking of our next guest from the fantasyfootballshow.com and sleeperu.com, it's Smitty joins us every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock hours. My friend, how you doing tonight? Russ, glad to be here as always. Man, the season's going by faster this year than I think it's gone by any other year, and it usually goes by so fast. So that's saying something. Yeah, you know, it just seems like as though it was yesterday when we started up in August, and that was about three months ago. So it just amazes me how quickly we get to week number 12 and realize that, Gee, there's only like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. There's six more weeks left to go in the NFL's regular season. Six more radio shows to be done. And then it's over with until next August. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, what What is our last show? Week what? Uh, that is the week of Christmas. I will be on, uh, actually, I will not be on the air that night. I will be out here on that Tuesday because Christmas Eve uh, falls on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Christmas Day falls on a Thursday. So Tuesday will be the last appearance that I'm out here. Okay. And so that makes the uh, the 17th, December 17th or December so 18th. So that, that's week, that's. official last. That's week what? Week, week, week 16. Okay. Wow, it's flying by. Flying by. Only have five radio shows left now. Now, of course, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't checked out what Smitty's got going on on YouTube, Smitty, tell them all about it. YouTube.com slash The Fantasy Football Show, or you could just go to TheFantasyFootballShow.com, um, and of course, SleeperU.com as well. But basically, The Fantasy Football Show is a video version of my content that I've been creating for 16 years bold predictions um you know 
how to trade, do draft pick trading, trade three for ones, create a three-headed monster for your team. None of it's conventional. I'm not safe. I, I, I do play it on the bold side as I've done on your show for 16 straight years. And Russ, I thank you for, for having me on for all 16 years. It's essentially kind of what got me going in, in, in creating that niche for myself of, of the bold predictions. But yeah, follow me. We, we, do, we do a live. I, I go live like four or five times a week. And, and we have an upwards of, you know, at one point we had 800 people in the room at one time in one of my lives. And it's just a great, it's content year round, year round fantasy football video content. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm glad to be part of it when, uh, when I get the opportunity to actually join you on, uh, on the fantasy football show during the off season as well. Yeah. We're streaming live right now. So. Now, of course, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we've got another week in the books. Before we get started in with the fantasy football stuff, I want to get your take on the Miles Garrett situation from last Thursday night. I mean, Mason Rudolph did kind of instigate that. It was a little bit of a late hit. It didn't need to be uh, done, but Mason Rudolph, by taking great exception to it, tried to pull off Miles Garrett's helmet first. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's the severity of the of the situation, too, like, you know, Rudolph's not, you know, if a, he's he's bumping him like a little, you know, gnat or a, a fly, and and you have this guy saying, "Hey, you're gonna try and, you know, tickle my helmet off my head. Let me rip your head off and rip. Let me show you how it's done." And you know, he was successful doing so. So, I mean, I I think it was warranted the punishment, but d- did Rudolph deserve something? I do believe you. He he did deserve something for instigating it, um, but he, you know, it was a failed attempt on his part. So. You know what kind of damage did he do? Uh, he was trying hard, but he just was—he wasn't fighting back very well. And honestly, I think the Steelers are the ones that are, ones that are punished for him not getting suspended. <laughs> that, that's an interesting way of putting it. Uh, explain. I, I'd like to hear. <laughs> uh, or I'm, I'm sorry. I, well, what I was saying was because he—he's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, who would replace him? No, I, I remember. I, other yeah, Jalen Samuels, maybe. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, they they would be worse off. It's. Yeah, it was more of a joke. Yeah, it was more of a joke, but. Go ahead. Speaking of Jalen Samuels, James Conner sounds like it's always going to be out. How high are you on Jalen Samuels this week, given that juicy matchup against Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean, assuming Conner is for sure out, I like him. We were talking about him on on the live right here. Somebody asked me, uh, I forget the name. Throw it out there if you remember, guys. It was Samuels versus, uh, I think it was Tevin Coleman. So I, I guess I'll throw that question right at you. Not knowing, do you go with Coleman or do you assume Samuels is starting? and play him no matter what. I would play Jalen Samuels over Tevin Coleman, even if James Conner does play, because James Conner is banged up, doesn't look as good when he's playing injured, and that leads to more playing time for Jalen Samuels. So I would go Jalen Samuels either way, because Tevin Coleman, you've got Raheem Mostar, you've got uh, Jeff Wilson there, Mm -hmm. Matt Breida most likely isn't going to play this week, so Breida's definitely kind of out of the mix, but... You just don't know. I mean, Tevin Coleman can blow up, or Tevin Coleman can end up playing second fiddle to Raheem Mostert yeah. or Jeff Wilson. Or, it, Te- or Tevin Coleman can end up with 60 yards, and Jeff Wilson ends up with three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and at you least... I mean, we've yeah. these scenarios play out. 
And at least Samuels is getting monster targets in the receiving game. And we knew that. We talked about that, that his his former NC State college football coach is the running backs coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Samuels is playing with his old coach who used him as a receiver. And Samuels came into the pros as a designated running back slash tight end. And in Yahoo leagues during his rookie year, you could even start him as a tight end. So we knew he was going to enter in uh, this season as a potential receiving threat. In the last um, one, two, five games, he's had eight targets, four targets, 13 targets, seven targets, and six targets. And his receptions have been eight, three, 13, three, and five. That's pretty good. Um, so I think, yeah, he's protected into some, some receiving usage at the very least. Yeah, and considering the Cincinnati Bengals give up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs and have allowed 50 uh, receptions to opposing running backs on the season through 10 games, there's ten res- or there's five receptions per game on average. When you've got a target hog like Jalen Samuels out there on the field against a defense allowing that much, that's the recipe for success. Yeah, and, and the only question will be, and there's a comment here in the YouTube chat um, about Benny Snell. So if Snell returns, and I don't know that he's returning this week, but if he returns, that could muddy the water in a similar fashion that San Francisco is dealing with and why you're staying away from Coleman. So we'll see We'll see what happens when Snell gets in there and returns. But I think if Snell did return, he wouldn't be, um, you know, he wouldn't getting like big usage his first week back. But it is something to consider. Yeah. Now, let's go ahead and talk about some free agents to target before we get to uh, questions from uh, the listeners, which uh, you can text in 888-368-1580 is our text line. you got fantasy football questions. Smitty and I are here to provide you with some fantasy football answers. Got a couple waiting in there, but I want to get into the free agents to target for this week. And that's something that we do every week. We talk about who are the guys that are available on the waiver wire for you guys to pick up that, you know, can help you this week due to bye weeks or injuries or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, Dwelly at tight end, Ross Dwelly is definitely a guy to pick up. Jacob Hollister. Uh, Dallas uh, Goddard, if you need a, a tight end, I think those are the top guys. Noah Fant would be somebody to consider. David Njoku's maybe coming back. Um, I'm just going to take him re- position by position. And then uh, a wide receiver, for whatever reason, Darius Slayton's available in a lot of leagues. And he has, I think he's owned in only 24% of leagues. He has a ton of upside. He has potentially wide receiver three value moving forward. Robbie Anderson's only owned in 50% of leagues. He has that 100 and a TD potential. Of course, he can bust every other week, and he's got Sam Darnold throwing him the ball. But he he's a he's a good upside guy to have on your bench. He shouldn't be on waivers. Miko Hardman. We got to find out what's going to happen to Tyreek Hill coming off the bye. But if Hill's hampered at all, Miko Hardman jumps into elite wide receiver three status. Uh, you got AJ Brown, Nikhil Harry, Hunter Renfro, Corey Davis. Uh, Cole Beasley, Chris Conley, those are the wide receivers. Running backs to pick up, Jonathan Williams for Indy. Will he start or will they use a combination of of Hines? Um, Will it be Wilkins? We're not really sure. We've seen Ty Johnson look like the potential starter in Detroit coming off the carry-on Johnson injury, and then Ty Johnson does nothing. So we can't assume that Jonathan Williams is locked and loaded but he seems to be the guy that they might lean on. Alexander Madison and Tony Pollard are available in a shocking number of leagues. 
Uh, I've been preaching this for a while. Pollard needs to be handcuffed to Zeke in every league. I don't know why he's available in over. I think I think he's actually owning 12 percent of leagues. Pollard and Pollard can win a league for you if he, for whatever reason Zeke goes down. Alexander Madison, he's a lottery ticket home run machine that has flex potential. And then uh, you know even out out the gate right now. So why these guys are available or beyond me? Then real quickly, Bo Scarborough. Gus Edwards are guys to look at, and then uh, you know, tight uh, quarterbacks. There's like Nick Foles. You there, Russ? No, I'm here. Yeah, I'm right here. Yep, I said. Yeah, Nick Foles. I think those are some good names to throw out. I want to throw out a few more. You know, Nick Foles in his first game back. I was curious how his rapport would be with DJ Chark. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have been worried at all about that. DJ Chark continues to produce even so with good. Nick Foles at quarter. He's so good. So, <laughs> going to break, playing music. So, I tell you what, on the other side, I'll give out a few more that I'd like to get your opinion on that I'm thinking about that are available in a lot of these leagues. And we'll discuss that on the other side. Sound like a plan, my friend? Sounds good. So that music's uh, music is cued so loud. I wonder if they have to do that for the radio for whatever reason. I don't know, but that music is like blasting. Let's see if I can hold this call. Okay, don't forget about Antonio Brown. Don't forget about Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel shouldn't be available. Um, I'd love to know the amount of leagues he's available in, though, because he's already owned. And picked up the week before. So if he's available in your league, surely toss him to the top of your list, bro. But he's not a guy that's on a lot of waiver rankings this week because he shouldn't be. Um, If he's there, grab him. Yeah, 100%. The show is going fast as usual. Did we get any super chats? Did I miss any? If you super chat, you can get on the show right now. Next question. The last super chat I have is from PL. It says, do I look like an a-hole douche? That's from PL. So that's the last super chat I see. Wipe your feet, says Rico. And Rico could, couldn't be more correct. Let's make Rico's message big. Wipe your feet, ladies and gentlemen. And what Rico means by, by that is, hit that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. I can't tell you how many people watch every week and they don't hit that freaking subscribe button which helps me helps me it helps youtube know to deliver this content to more people like right now i feel like their notifications aren't working we have 63 people in the room when we normally have two or three hundred so um hit that uh subscribe button help the show grow what is going on why is there 62 people in here I feel like, did, who got a notification? Who got a notification? Because I feel like it's not working. Let me turn this down. Antonio Clown. 
Debo is 33% owned on ESPN. Just pick him up over Slayton. Really, Dylan? I'm not seeing that on the stats I have. But every 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 league management is different, and all everybody's stats are different. Mine mine don't say that, but Hollister or Everett. I'm going Hollister, my man, ugly dude. Hollister is playing lights out. Pennywise getting. I got one, PL. Dylan. Dylan says I did. John says I did. Chai Town says me. Mikey, we don't need more people. Yeah, we do need more people. You want the lights to go off, Mikey? Because at a certain point, that happens when someone wishes that people don't hear about their favorite place. Guess what happens? Their favorite place closes. Porter in the house with the super. Thank you, Porter. Porter's keeping the lights on. So is PL. Cup for Mahomes. Who wins? I take Mahomes, man, all day long. Now, if you had Watson or Lamar, something like that, then no. Remember, PL says, you got to remember you're on the West Coast, people sleeping on the East Coast. No, they don't, PL. Our... At 10, 11 is when we get the biggest crowd in here. 10, 11, my time. That means it's it's like 1 Eastern. The earlier I go live, the less people there are. It's crazy. And I don't understand it. I would never have guessed that. That's why I go live so late. I've changed my, I've changed my everything for you guys. You guys are like my children. Should I stash Daryl Williams? Absolutely. That's a good name to throw out. I should have thrown that one out. Why why did I not have that on my list? Good one. Daryl Williams. Daryl 1L Williams. I'll bring that up with Russ. Definitely somebody that I think you entertain picking up, sure, if if you're desperate. But if Foles is there, I'd rather have Foles. If Fitzpatrick's there, I entertain Fitzpatrick. Um, and, of course, if Brissett's there, you grab him. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's worth looking at. Daryl, I forgot Daryl Williams uh, to mention him because, you know, we don't know what's going on with Damien. Uh, what's the update on Damien? Uh, 
I haven't seen an update on Damian yeah. Williams, so I couldn't tell you. I think with the bye week, they're not giving us uh, accurate updates on Tyreek and Damian. But if, if, if Damian's oh, out, yeah. Daryl Williams is going to be money. There will be very little information about the Kansas City Chiefs with KC on bye this week. We probably won't hear anything until about Tuesday of next week when uh, when they actually have to go to practice. Yeah. Uh, another another quarterback. You know, didn't look all that bad last week. Jeff Driscoll of the uh, Detroit Lions. Detroit uh, this week has themselves a pretty nice matchup, if I remember correctly, taking on the Washington Redskins. Yeah, not a bad one. Um, it depends how deep your league is and if you need a QB. Yeah, but Fitzpatrick's kind of my favorite pickup and, and play a QB from, from that like tier. Now, a running back that you mentioned, uh, Jonathan Williams, looked really good last week for the Indianapolis Colts after uh, Marlon Mack broke his hand, but they're saying that Jordan Wilkins stands a good chance of coming back and being able to play tomorrow night. How do you see that uh, playing out if Wilkins is active? Yeah, see, that's exactly what I was talking about earlier when I first mentioned Williams, is that we saw Ty Johnson rise to the top of, of ads, you know, the guy to add, he was the guy to get. Ty Johnson's going to go crazy with uh, on Johnson out, and then he literally doesn't do anything. They don't lean on him. Um, Brian Hill, there was kind of a feel of Hill ended up doing okay, but he wasn't used like people had thought the first half, and it was like the same thing all over again. And I feel like this situation could be that. They they like they like Wilkins. They like um, what they have in Hines. I don't think they alter the usage of those guys. And they lean on those guys a little more than people expect. And Jonathan Williams, he's equal parts upside and equal parts completely could fail you and you drop him the next week. At wide receiver, I want to give you two names. Debo Samuel of San Francisco and Devontae Parker of Miami. Parker has turned it around the last couple of weeks now that he is pretty much by attrition the number one wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Debo Samuel took full advantage of Emmanuel Sanders being uh, banged up with the rib injury against Arizona. Also, uh, George Kittle not playing. Uh, I know at the beginning of the year we talked about Debo Samuel as a rookie coming Mm -hmm. in and how he could make an impact. Then he was kind of invisible early on in the year, but he really came alive against the Cardinals and has himself another opportunity to this week against the Packers. Yeah, I don't even have him on my waiver wire because he's been on my waiver wire for weeks, and I guess that is no excuse if there are, you know, a certain percentage of leagues where he's available. I kind of left off any of, of those obvious ones on my waiver list, but apparently I need to add that back on, Russ, because there's multiple people here in the live um, that that are suggesting Debo should be on the list, so clearly he's available in their leagues. But Debo, Debo could fly to the very top of this waiver wire list for me if he's available in your league. He was on my top uh, 14 bold predictions. He was, he was outside the top 10. Um, more of a dynasty twist to it in that prediction, but I call this guy the Steve Smith meets Anquan Bolden hybrid, and he has a bright future if he stays healthy and they use him properly. He's Smitty from the Fantasy Football Show and SleeperU.com. Smitty, I've got some uh, questions on our text line at 888-368-1580. You ready to go ahead and answer a few questions? Yep, let's do it. Okay, first I've got uh, John typing in with... Golden Tate, uh, he doesn't specify which Robinson, uh, if it's uh, the one, uh, I assume it's Allen Robinson, and Tyler Lockett. He needs two out of those three. Now, I know Lockett didn't practice today, 
Uh, I think it was probably just precautionary more than any type of real threat that Tyler Lockett's injured. So with that being said, I think it's pretty easy for me to go with Tyler Lockett and Golden Tate, but what do you say? Uh, yeah, Lockett is a top you know, 10 wide receiver lock if he's playing. I, I go with Tate. I think Tate's exciting. He's got, you know, he's the number one for his team wide receiver wise, and I think they lean on him. He's fresh, you know, he's healthy. Um, it, he's not banged up right now, is he? Did he get banged? I just want to make sure. Let me, let me pull up Tate, make sure he's not so, struggling. Golden Tate. This, no, he's fine. Yeah. The, the worst thing that could happen to Golden Tate is that Sterling Shepard does come back this yeah. week and play. And I'm not too worried about that. I think uh, Tate is. He just looks. He just looks money. He looks quick. He's healthy. He had 95 yards and two TDs last week. He had 102 in a TD his first game back. So they're not afraid to use him. When you get when you uh, actually he came back and had. Uh, let's see, week five he actually played. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, he, he, he had 102 yards and a TD in week six. And I just think he's he's capable of having 100 and a touch during any given game. I like Tate as a wide receiver three, a really high-end one moving forward. Uh, the hefty lefty has got Ronald Jones or Darius Geis in a PPR league. Jones for Tampa Bay, still getting a little bit of a, a timeshare with, uh, with Peyton Barber. And they're taking on Atlanta that has been – supremely hot as of late uh, or Darius Geis getting the nice matchup against the Detroit Lions and the leakiest run defense in the NFL. Yeah, Jones didn't do a whole lot last week um, and Geis, let me pull up Geis' stats real quick while I... Or, or, yeah, he was seven carries for 24 yards. Yeah. He did have the one 45-yard touchdown reception in that game. Yeah, that kind of skews a little bit. But, you know, they I think they're excited to use him. In that scenario, I could go Geis. But I, I have a lot of people asking me, should they go Geis and they name a pretty decent player, Russ? And I'm not ready to put Geis in there until he's guaranteed, you know, more than seven rushes. But in that scenario, I think that feels okay. Uh, Beer Bob, is David Johnson even worth a roster spot anymore? Um, I don't cut David Johnson, but I certainly am not starting him until further notice. But we can see where he doesn't play. They maybe shut him down. Like, we don't even know what's going on. I'm, I'm really disappointed in the Cardinals and the way they've reported on this. And then you got things. You got players like Kyler Murray saying they don't care about fantasy on social media, which I understand the argument, Russ. And then we talked about this, I think, last week that you're going to say we're not going to play call based on fantasy. I get that. No one's expecting anybody to play a player because somebody owns them in fantasy. But fantasy football owners are a big portion of NFL fans now. They need to be delicate with how they talk about it. And to suggest that that we're not important is a bad move by the NFL. And finally, one more before we get to the break. Uh, the hefty lefty's got Demarius Thomas or John Brown in PPR. Oh, come on. To me, this is fairly obvious, but... I'm cranking up the take a lap sound. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> He's got to take a lap for that one. That's that's aw- that's god awful. John Brown is a beast. That is very true. John Brown is a top twenty scoring fantasy uh, wide receiver so far this year. Demarius Thomas isn't even in the top fifty. Yeah. So yeah, take a lap. Um, I got a question for you from PL. PL wants to know. Does Russ get groupies? Ask him ASAP. That's from our, our chat here. He wants to know if you got people down there crowding around your table, Russ, because you're a dinosaur in this industry. 
Sometimes I do. You know, it, it depends. Uh, I, I used to I used to have a lot more when I was the only fantasy football show in basically the country yeah. when I first started doing this because there were no other shows that did fantasy football. I used to get people flying in from Detroit, Chicago, wow. New York, Miami, coming out here in the early 2000s, the late 1990s, early 2000s, telling me, we ain't got nothing like you back in our city. And it was because at that time, remember, as, as you talked about how the fantasy football, how the NFL players and NFL needs to be careful with how they deal with fantasy football uh, fanatics uh, and their product, now it's everywhere. Back then, you couldn't get fantasy football talked about on radio. None of the studio analysts on any of the pregame shows talked a single second of fantasy football. Yeah. It was sana non grata. We were geeks and nerds just, you know, making something up. And then when they finally went through all of the court proceedings and the Fantasy Sports Trade Association won and the NFL lost, that's when they decided that, okay, it's time to crank up the, uh, the media machine and spend some of our money getting these people in. So I think that just like with, uh, with the fantasy football, you know, oh, we don't care about that, they are going to become more politically correct about it going forward because they're going to realize that, hey, that is a billion-dollar industry that is pumping more money into our pockets and into our league, and we got to make sure that we're not you know, totally disrespecting them anymore. Yeah, it's funny. And you're, and for those that don't know that are watching on my side of the fence, I know a lot, everybody listening to you knows pretty much what you've been through and what you've done in your career. But this is the longest fantasy football radio show on the planet. 23 years running. I've been blessed to be a part of it for 16. But Russ, you've been doing it for 23 um, uh, I mean this with all respect, but the reason some of the groupies might have died down is they might have died. They might have died off. <laughs> You've been doing this so long. Sadly, yeah, some of them have. I have made so many incredibly great friends through doing this radio program out here at Santisi Brothers and being on these remotes. And, you know, unfortunately, some of them have passed away over the years, but... You know, I enjoy meeting the new faces that come out. I appreciate the fact that everyone seems to love the program. You know, I, I just do what I do, and I do it for the listeners out there. It's not about me trying to run you from my program. Yeah, it, you know, Demarius Thomas, John Brown, not exactly the stellar question, but if he's new to fantasy football, maybe he needs to be uh, educated as to why you start John Brown over Demarius Thomas. Yeah, that could very well be. So I don't run people for my show. If anybody were right up against it, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll bring you right back up on the other side. Sounds good. More fantasy football talk coming our way. Sounds good. Keep ready from fantasyfootballshow.com and three for you. He's basically telling me not to to yell at yell at the customers. <laughs> there you go, PL. I asked it for you, and and Porter to give you more love and focus and and concentration. Um, I I'd take Mahomes in a heartbeat over Cup, but if you had a monster QB sitting on your bench then or in your lineup, then that doesn't make any sense. But I assume you're doing that if you have like a Stafford and he went down, or you have an Allen at best, and even Allen's good. Allen and Cup could be arguable as a don't make a move, don't go get Mahomes. But I feel like Mahomes can carry you. I like Mahomes. 
I go get Mahomes, Porter. I go do it. Russ is the GOAT. He is. He's old school. He liter Russ literally, I mean, it's amazing he didn't get picked up by a you know, like a big network on a full time show basis because he literally was the only guy. Like he said, people flew flew in to talk to him and be a part of the show. So it's really weird that that, that you know, he didn't get scooped up like when Matthew Berry got scooped up because he's been doing it longer. I've been doing it 16 years. I've been doing it as long um, as anybody, too, uh, except for Russ. Just traded Josh Allen and Debo for Watson. I'm okay with that. I think Watson is a good buy low right now. I think people are freaking out about Watson. Need to pump the brakes, man. Got offered CMC and Cooper Cup for Alvin Kamara and Mike uh, Michael Thomas. Kamara and Michael, let me put that on the screen here. It's a great one. Uh, CMC and Cooper Cup for Kamara and Mike Thomas. I take CMC and Cooper Cup because I think Cup and Mike Thomas aren't that far apart. I definitely would rather have Mike Thomas, do not get me wrong, but I definitely would rather have CMC than anybody. So you could argue both sides, but I take that. I take it. What's up, Kevin? I don't know why. I, I guess uh, Alex made a good point. You know, people are losing. Every week we get closer to week the playoffs, week 14, in most everybody's case. You have people dropping off. And you do see a dip in traffic kind of kind of uh, sharply right around week 8, 9, 10. So that's part of the reason why we have 70 and 100. But I don't know, man. I think if I went live at, at 11 p.m., my time, which would be 1 p.m. Eastern. One, I'm sorry, 1 a.m. Eastern. I think we'd have like two or three hundred by by an hour's time. I don't know. This this going live during normal hours, I think, is a mistake. <laughs> Pick three out of Jalen Samuels, Montgomery, Singletary, Boscar. Wilkins and Jamal Williams pick three. I pick Jalen Samuels. I pick Singletary and I pick Montgomery because we don't know. I, I go, I go Jamal Williams if you want to roll a, the dice pretty uh, in pretty risky fashion. But Montgomery feels a little safer. Would you trade Kittle and Bell for Zeke? Absolutely, especially if you have Hollister, bro. Kevin, get on that shot, Smitty. Will agree about Mahomes though. Mahomes is the greatest QB we've seen in years. Absolutely. Bro, call up the clownsler, says my ball, Zacherts. Uh, you know, if he wanted to come on, I'd 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 welcome that's the funny thing is, if I called him up while he was on his show or whatever, he wouldn't put me on. I'd put anybody on right now. I'd put the clownster on live right now. Live right now if he wanted to go on. But he wouldn't. Smitty, the major networks missed out on not picking you up. You definitely deserve a shot. I hope I hope that we get that big on our own. Oh god, I think I hung up. Oops. Damn it. Hey, it's Smitty. I actually hung up. Sorry. 
Hey, Russ. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and call CBS Sports Radio again. <clears throat> oh, need some WD-40 on that. Sterling Shepard or James Washington? Neither. Wash that mouth out with soap. Who's mine? Did I say something? Smitty, the major net. Oh, traded Monty, Samuel, and Kyler. I don't know what happened. Did I? What's going on here? Smitty is pure. He deserves the limelight. Thank you, Wyatt. Sounds so romantic. Uh, I hope we get the runner on though. I'd I'd rather do this this way. I mean, if if like ESPN came calling, it would be hard. Why every week? This is Smitty. Yeah, I think we lost again. Hold on okay. a second. Josh Allen does not have uh, the best matchup this week. We can try again. Uh, is Smitty there now? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, don't know what the issue was, but uh, glad we didn't lose you completely. Uh, I was just reading another question that we got on the text line. Someone wants to know, Jimmy Garoppolo or Josh Allen this week? Um, I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I feel like he's playing great. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo against the Packers or Josh Allen versus the Broncos. That I like Allen at home. I think the Bills are playing great. Definitely feel like he has the potential on the ground as well as, you know, through the air. So it just gives him such a, a nice dual threat dynamic. I go with Allen. Who are you going with? I'm going with Josh Allen as well. I mean, neither one has got a great matchup. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going against the Packers. They are 23rd. Uh, fewest uh, fantasy points allowed uh, to opposing uh, or quarterback, mm-hmm. averaging 19.6 per game. The Denver Broncos are at 29th, averaging 15.9 points per game. The difference isn't that much. To me, Josh Allen has really done exactly what I expected Josh Allen to do this year. Josh Allen has turned into a good NFL and good fantasy football quarterback that you now have to actually start considering for a major year three breakout, providing that they give him just, you know, one or two more weapons up there in Buffalo. You know, the development of Devin Singletary, getting uh, John Brown was was great for them this year, but they really need someone besides Cole Beasley opposite him. They need a true number two, number one style wide receiver up there in Buffalo. They get that, and you watch Jimmy, or you watch Josh Allen start to really take off next year and really start to click. That's why it was my favorite quarterback in that draft class last year. You know, yeah. I know he had the problem with uh, with the social media back when he was a kid, but hey, we all made mistakes as kids. One thing I have said over the years is that I am damn glad there was not Facebook, Twitter, cameras everywhere, Instagram, or any of this stuff when I was a kid. Because you know what would have happened to me between the years of 1980, 79, and 1991? Those would have been exposed. <laughs> you would have been called out, Russ. But uh, thank oh, God. Thank... Yeah, I would have been called out a few things. Yeah. 
Um, I have a question here from Mood who says, should he stash Daryl Williams, Evan Ingram, or Shepard? I assume he means stash for this season, but maybe we answer it both ways for him. And then he wants to know Philadelphia or the Baltimore Ravens defense moving forward for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens defense the rest of the year. I think the Ravens are starting to really play much better defense. Philadelphia is playing much better defense as well, but I just feel like as though the Baltimore Ravens, they are a much more trustworthy group uh, for defensive purposes. I feel much better about them than I do the Eagles. As far as the other one, uh, that was uh, Dame or Daryl Williams. Yeah, Daryl Williams, Evan Ingram, and Shepard. And Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is, in my opinion, the highest upside guy from that group. But the problem is that he's already suffered two concussions on the season, and these are not the first concussions he's ever had in his uh, in his career. So. Sterling Shepard comes with a major question mark, a big red dot there uh, above him because of the potential for more concussion. Evan Ingram, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy this year. I just, uh, that, to me, it's Williams by attrition because the other two guys haven't been able to stay healthy, and all Williams needs is just, you know, a little bit of luck and he will be a feature running back for the Kansas City Chiefs and tearing up defenses. Yeah, and uh, I I would say Ravens for sure, and I'd say Williams uh, for sure, given the current state of that that Casey running back crew. Now, if Damian comes back and he's fine, um, we don't know the status on him, then I could lean Ingram, but Ingram's been hurt too. And PL says that if if there were if there was technology back when you were young, Russ, word on the street is you once drank from a milk carton in 1991. Is what PL wanted to say. Well, actually, you know, I remember playing fantasy football when I had to carve it out on stone tablets. Yeah, <laughs> they when I yeah when I went to college, Russ, there they, I had a Palm Pilot with one of those folding keyboards, and I thought I was so cool, and I folded that sucker out in like my freshman like you know stadium seating like biology one hundred and one or whatever, and uh, there was internet back then, but there were no laptops. It was Palm Pilots. There was no TikTok. Yeah. There, there was nothing like that when I started. When I started, there was no trapper keeper. Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing like that. You know what you did? You brought the stone tablet to school with you, and Ock, our caveman teacher, would tell us. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What was the first year you played fantasy? Was it like 1989? <laughs> uh, the first year I played fantasy uh-huh. football, actually 1990 very okay, close. Ni- okay yeah mine was 92 or 93 you know and back uh, back then if you didn't do it on pen and paper the only other option because early in the 90s what happened was is the sporting news used to put together this fantasy football thing that they would publish in their uh in their uh and their uh newspaper uh, and you would end up picking like three quarterbacks and six running backs and six wide receivers and three tight ends and three kickers and three defenses and then you would go head to head with like 30 other people uh, and it would be based off your new home for sports the fanatic for the last 20 years I've been partnered with 
Are you there? I lost Ross. Give me a minute. I'll yeah. Be right back to you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, every week, every week there's something, right? Russ's roommate was Fred Flintstone, according to uh, my balls Eckerts. Yeah, Russ, Russ, Russ Bale. Russ is like, I don't need an outro. I've been doing this too long. Oh my god, I'm tired today. We're gonna make it a quick, uh, a quick ending to this one. I'm gonna hit as soon as uh, we're off the air. I'm punching that out music. I'm, I'm going to get some grub. I came on early though to make sure that I wasn't leaving you hanging before an hour. We've been on an hour and twelve minutes. Um, spread the word, guys. Really. If you want this show to be a regular four hour, three hour, whatever I end up doing, um, hit that subscribe button and tell your buddies and I have other people hit the subscribe button because if we don't get this show to a level where it's all I need to do, I don't need to worry about all these other things. That's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for. I want this show to be, as soon as we get, and it's not all about subscribers. If it was about subscribers, I'd put out crappy content. I wouldn't go live all the time. I go live because it's what you guys want. Um, I just do a bunch of videos, but I do what. We're like the red zone. We don't have commercials on the fantasy football show. Anyways, what was I saying? We. It's not, if it's about subscribers, I do a, a SEO friendly title every time it said 2019 week nine QB rankings, 2019 week nine running back rankings. And I'd re- release freaking seven of the same type of video over and over to try and get your keyword searches and everything. I'm trying to do the right thing, but we need the subscribers and we need you to tell your friends. Everybody's trying to play, I don't know of a fantasy source. And then they go home and watch the fantasy football show. Where's the clan? Is the clan in the house? The day the clan doesn't show up with his snacks, I'm retiring. I'm just telling you that right now. On the regular. If the clan doesn't come back, I'm not coming back. I don't know where the hell he is right now. He's late. He's got one job to do. The clan, one job. You're supposed to eat snacks during the show. That's all we've ever asked of you. You have one simple job and you don't show up to work. What if I told you that you literally got paid and he doesn't get paid. (laughs) You got paid to eat snacks on a show and you're not going to show up for work? For pretend work? Dylan says, even after I yell at Dylan, was this the Dylan I yelled at? I think there's like three Dylans in here. Dylan says, your show is the best. It'll grow. You're just getting started. The sad part is I'm not just getting started, but I'm getting started on the video format, yes. Um, and I know we'll grow. But what I want to I want to be at a certain level in December, we got to try and get there. I got to go gorilla style walking around college campuses nearby if I've got to, but we have to. Where's Umberger? Where is Where's Alex? Where's uh Big Timer?
That's how you know this is live radio. Stuff happens. Welcome back to the Red Zone. Final segment of the program on this Wednesday evening. My guest on the phone, Smitty. Smitty, I appreciate you holding the fort down while I dropped off. Where was I in the middle of my rant when when I dropped? Uh, you were just talking. I think we were talking about how old we were. Um, yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, back okay, well, back to reality. <laughs> yeah, but back to reality, back to the current day instead of uh, talking yeah. about I remember when we used to wipe our butts with leaves. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I've got a question from Gamecock. Last question of the uh, text line tonight. Philip Lindsay or Kareem Hunt in a PPR? What do you say? That's a tough one. Philip Lindsay or Kareem Hunt? Um, I'm going Kareem Hunt in this one. I, I told you last week and the week before I needed to see something and before I start putting him in over big-name players that were already, like, proven to get workloads. I feel like I've seen it, and I feel like, and I heard you, I was I was in the car, actually, um, and I heard you talking about this earlier in the first hour that you'd heard that they're going to start using him even, even more. And if they do start scaling back Chubb's workload a little bit, I think he'll still be very productive, Chubb. But this is what a lot of people worried about. Chubb has has uh, injury history. There's a real good shot that he, you know Hunt gets more work than anybody ever anticipates, even with a healthy Nick Chubb. So I'm feeling I'm feeling the Nick I'm feeling the Cream Hunt buzz right now. I'm starting to c- catch on to you. Yeah, it, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. Kareem Hunt's got the by far better matchup against the Miami Dolphins than Philip Lindsay has against the Buffalo Bills. And I think that if if the Browns actually start beating the crap out of Miami, they're going to pull Nick Chubb, and they're going to see whether or not Kareem Hunt can actually handle 15, 20 carries. I would not be at all surprised by that. So I'm going with you. I'm going with Kareem Hunt on those uh, options right there. Now, uh, I know we only have a few minutes left to go in the program. Was there anything you wanted to hit on real quick before we uh, move on to the fantasy challenge results from last week and move on to – your picks for this uh, you know, buy buy low on people freaking out about if you still have a trade. Trade the trade deadline hasn't passed. Buy low on uh, you know guys like Deshaun Watson and and Hopkins. Um, I think those are are great players to go get. Okay, well the uh, results are in from last week. You beat me ninety two point four to eighty six point six. Patrick Mahomes let both of us down. Christian McCaffrey had his usual uh, nineteen points. Uh, Zeke Elliott beat out Josh Jacobs. My Michael Thomas outscored both of your wide receivers, Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins. But my Amari Cooper really put up a, a, an egg. And what it really came down to was the fact that Greg Zerline at 5.8, whereas Will Lutz had 11 points. So nicely done, Smitty. That's why I do believe three weeks in a row that you have uh, dusted me in the fantasy challenge. Uh, did I beat uh, Gary? Uh, Gary, unfortunately, was unable to join us last week, remember? Oh, yeah, that's uh, right, I that's right. A, uh, I never got a fantasy challenge from him. Now, uh, how about for this week? Who would you like at quarterback in the fantasy challenge? Oh, let's see here. Who do I want at quarterback? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you guys, who do you want for kicker? I always let them pick my kicker. Tell me who you want for kicker. Uh, quarterback, I'm going to roll with. Uh, I'm still connected. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Watson. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Okay. Running back number one. Running back number one, Christian McCaffrey. 
back number two. Um, running back number two, I'm going to go. Oh, wow. Uh, Mark Ingram. You know, I just had a feeling you were going to say Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> wide receiver number one. Uh, wide receiver number one, I'm going to go Mike Thomas. Wide receiver two. Wide receiver two, I'm going to roll with Mike Evans. And finally, who did the gallery pick for the kicker? Uh, Tucker. Justin Tucker. Okay. So your official entry for week number 12 is quarterback Deshaun Watson, uh, running backs Christian McCaffrey, Mark Ingram, uh, wide receivers Michael Thomas and Mike Evans, and kicker Justin Tucker. To put that in perspective, Gary went with Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and Austin Siebert. And I went with Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Mike Thomas, and Justin Tucker as well. Uh, so can, we've got no complete matches, but we all have Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey. If I can't go, if 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 I can't go Tucker because I picked Ingram, um, do I go Mayor Mayor? Okay. I, I will get that written down. Smitty, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. and look forward to talking to you next week, my friend. All right. Thanks, thanks Russ. Appreciate it. Check him out. Um, I think we couldn't go Tucker because we have the same – we can't have the same – two players from the same team. So we might have to switch, to, switch that. Um all right, guys, that's going to put a wrap on the show. Uh, just real quickly, I wanted to say thank you to all the Super Chatters. Thank you to all of you that support me. And if you hear me complain about subscribers all the time, I'm very fortunate that you guys tune in every week. Subscribe, follow, share, talk to your friends. Um, I only, and again, I'm not all about subscribers. I wanna, I'd want i rather have 10,000 amazing, loyal People that, that literally just flood in to have a good time and, and a good community, productive community, not a lot of not a lot of negativity, which we never really have. And I'd rather have that than fifty thousand fans and not enjoy, you know, what I do. So know that. That's like where my heart is at. But to keep the lights on, to keep things going, to get sponsorships, to get to a point where I'm giving away signed jerseys, like the whole thing gets better. Once we get to the 10K mark, like we literally, if we can get somehow to 10K before January 1, if you guys can do guerrilla, like if we can do some kind of guerrilla marketing, if you don't want to tell the people people in your league, what if we somehow organize, I know everybody's going to pass the buck and let somebody else do it and they're just going to not want to do it. But if we can uh, go around colleges, guerrilla style, handing out flyers, stickers, I could send somebody some stickers or whatever. Or even if he just walked around and told people, uh, we could grow. If we were at 10,000 on January 1, we would triple that by August. We would be at 30,000 people if we head into January 1 at 10K. I firmly, firmly believe that. And again, signing jerseys, all kinds of giveaways, giving away prizes. Like The whole thing gets enhanced once we get bigger. Some of the interaction could go down, but you know me. I'm going to go live at like midnight and do different things. You guys are going to be able to talk and get get your two cents in. Plus, I do a little bit of twitching. I'm a little twitch master now. Done like three shows, and there's nobody in there, so you can definitely talk to me there. Um, 
you know, if if I'm not talking to to my mom in the chat, you know, she's the only one watching live. I got you, Smitty. Good vibes. Always support you, bud. Okay, outro music. Quick. You know the drill. Quality. Quality over quantity. That's true, but you need to keep the lights on. You the best, Smitty, says Ugly. Thanks, Ugly. All right, questions. Go. Curious what you think, Smitty. Uh, I'm looking for his question. Uh, I have C. There we go. I have Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, and Zeke. Trade Zeke for Tyreek Hill. Why the hell do you have those three in your two-team league? Uh, no, I don't trade Zeke. I keep all three of those and I rock them every single week. That's how you win. Devonte Parker, what? Quick question, Josh Allen or Matt Ryan? Allen. Right, ah, that's tough. Ryan's match. Allen's matchup isn't the greatest, but and Allen's got weapons. Damn, I probably go Allen. Ryan's got weapons. I mean, Smitty, you like Mixon now? I mean, a little better. He's earning his keep a little more, but he's not worth what the, pay, the price a lot of people paid. Smitty has answered questions on the crapper before here, says Doobie. All I know is if somehow, if for any reason, a video posts soon that maybe just talks about taking a lap. I want all of you liking and commenting and making that video popular. Thank you all. You guys all rock. We didn't have a super chat to restart the music, so I'm out of here. Later, I appreciate every one of you. Spread the word. It helps me. Hollywood Brown or Hunt Flex. I go Hollywood Brown if he's healthy enough. But check the news. Check with me on Saturday night. I'm going to eat breakfast. Because that's how I roll. Later.